In this episode of Meltdown to Mastery, we have Dr. Victor Manzo. After years of working hard, sacrificing time, money, health, and family to achieve his dreams, Victor experienced a midlife crisis and complete burnout. Realizing there must be a better way, he delved into universal laws, quantum physics, neuroscience, subconscious programs, and the laws of nature to find a formula for success. Join us as Victor shares his journey and introduces us to this formula, a valuable, simple formula that when understood can shift us into a whole new paradigm of abundance and flow a better, easier way. Get ready to move from meltdown to mastery and unlock your full potential. Welcome to Meltdown to Mastery, empowering women to overcome midlife crisis by rewiring the subconscious mind. Feeling overwhelmed, disillusioned, stuck? We all have. Here we explore inspiration, and empowerment to navigate through the tough times and move to a place where hearts soar, minds manifest, and bodies heal. Welcome everyone. Today we have Dr. Victor Manzo, who is going to teach us about a formula, a simple concept that he created from studying quantum physics, neuroscience, universal laws, the laws of nature and the body, limiting beliefs, subconscious programs, and reframing mindset. It allows others to achieve success effortlessly. What a concept. Welcome, Victor. Thanks for having me, Jane. So you have a story of burnout for sure, right? And this could probably be called a midlife crisis of sorts. Tell us about that and how this all started. Yeah, when I came out of chiropractic school, you know, my background was a very blue-collar family that was making barely making ends meet. And there was limitations on money. There was scarcity mindsets and all these things. And for me, I didn't want to have that. So when I came out of chiropractic school, I'm like, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to do everything I can. So I, I hired a coach six months before I got in the, came out of chiropractic school. I, and people are like, are you crazy? You're spending student loan money. I'm like, I don't care. This is going to, this going to, I'm going to make that money back and more. And then I started to follow what self-help and personal development kept saying. I started to follow what business advice was saying, grind, hustle mentality, put the sweat equity in, just sleep less, work more, outwork your competition, and you'll be successful. Yeah. It, the, the, the thing I tell people all the time is like, it worked. I, in five years, I, was, I hit my financial peak. It was amazing. Couldn't believe how much money I was making. But burnout every four to six months. When I got to that point, when I thought about making that much money, I didn't even think about that much. I made more than what I thought. I was like, oh, everything's going to be blissful. I'll be happy. I won't have to worry about money anymore. I could be more comfortable living. And I got there and I was unsatisfied. I thought about leaving the profession because I just wasn't happy. It felt like it was a grind all the time going uphill. There was always this battle. And as soon as I put my foot off the accelerator, man, I would see the effects. And my background, when I was in chiropractic school, I learned outside of school energy healing, energy medicine. And it taught me more than just that. It taught me. Um, consciousness, universal laws, spirituality, and all these other things. And I kept saying to myself, well, you know, people say you're the author and producer of your life. In the spiritual world, you know, it's it's you at the end of the day who chooses what you want to experience. You are the creator. We're made, made in likeness, image of God, and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm doing any of that. And so there came a point where 
I looked at my office. I did some soul seeking and I said, you know what? I'm going to just let everything go. I'm not going to read 80 to 120 books a year. I'm not going to listen to podcasts, although you should listen to this one, but not listen to podcasts, um, videos, anything educational. I'm just going to stop doing that all. And since I understand based on quantum physics that we're magnets and we attract things, the universal laws, you know, law of attraction, law of vibration, all these things. I was like, anything I need, I'll attract. The person, circumstance, situation, the ideas, it's all going to come to me. I'm going to apply these principles and see what happens. And I even took a 40% hit financially on my business because I realigned my business to what was more important to me um, and the way I wanted to operate my office. And then we focused on pediatrics. And the most amazing thing, when it comes to like effortless success, this is a term I use when I first got into business coaching. Um, it was amazing how people think I'm selling snake oil. And they really think that uh, that there's just, I, I, it's just, I'm just a scam in some ways. And I'm just like, you just, when you understand what I teach, then you'll understand how to do this. But effortless success, just, just share that is, is when you don't have to think, you don't have to worry, you don't have to figure out anything. You learn how to feel and understand things are going to come to you. And that's what happened to me. And from that moment, from that awakening of being, realizing, stop being a, uh, I stopped being a prototype to the people I followed and the mentors and, and the groups I was a part of. And instead, I chose my path and what meant for me to define myself as a chiropractor, to define how I wanted to share it, and so much more. That journey and that process led me to effortless success. I never had to worry about numbers in my office ever again. I didn't have to worry about if I had a hard month, a lean month, a lean few months. Didn't have to worry. I knew that I just had to shift a few things, which I share in the formula, and things will just work out. And they did. It worked out. I tested it out multiple times. I mean, it took a 40% hit financially. A little over a year later, I was right back to where I was. And I worked 50% less than what I was doing before. And I was happier, more fulfilled, and I was um, satisfied and so forth. So that's kind of a little bit of my story and how I've, you know, the the journey of that burnout and, you know, and going through that process and, and to how I shifted those gears and so forth. Yeah. So it was fortunate that you had some of that knowledge. So you knew there was a better way, right? And you just decided cold turkey, no more of this. <laughs> but let's yeah. talk about the subconscious beliefs because we're all taught that in order to succeed, we need to put the time in, we need to do the grind, we need to work hard, right? These are pretty deep belief systems. Yeah, they're they're very deep in what I call the matrix and the sub matrixes of of humanity because it's it's been conditioned now since the late 1800s. Henry Ford and all those, you know, Dale Carnegie and all them. I mean, uh, 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 Napoleon Hill tried to change that around with his stuff, but we think it grow rich and whatnot. But it's it's we are so conditioned. You have to understand this is also something that's just in human nature. And and here's what I mean by that. When we have like, let's say your things aren't working out in your business, they're kind of you're having those lean times or something that's just not you started up and it's not just working well, or it could be life, right? Um, maybe it's a relationship, you've been in marriage for a little bit, and it's kind of just hitting a stale point, and you're you you're you're getting a little worried about things and XYZ. It could be your health, whatever that is. Your mind, you'll switch your nervous system into what's known as a sympathetic nervous system. It's part of your autonomic nervous system, or basically means run on its own. And so what the mind's going to do then is it's it's designed to, when we're in a fear state and when we're stressed, we have to act, we have to do, we have to do something. Um, it's more in males per se, because we're in the we're, we're more fight or flight. 
And then women are going to be more freeze and fawn, which is they just freeze or they pull back. And so it's one of the things that we we feel like we have to do, 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 do to get out of this. And, and, and really, this is why mindfulness is so important to do that. But these are things that are ingrained in this. That's just, that's just a neurological example. Um, but it's also look at life, look at, you got to work hard. It's the messages your parents told you and their, your, their parents, your grand, their grand, your grandparents told them and how you work hard. You, you just, you continue to work hard and over a period of time. I can't tell me at time still to this day, people will give that advice. Just work hard and you stay focused and you work hard and you work long and make money and eventually you'll be good and taken care of and things all work out. And there's proof in the pudding because it's a simple logical process, not in business, but in life. Um, you know, you work for a company, you work long hours, you're trading your time for money. You know, the more time you trade, the more money you get. And the more you do it, eventually it's going to work. It's pretty simple science. That's fine. But in business, it doesn't work that way as your, your, your business owner. Uh, and so it's, 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 it's getting away from the Newtonian physics that we've been conditioned to do, which is all about work, action, looking outside oneself and things like that. And instead, there, there's the quantum side that's like tapping back in again. And like I shared earlier, it's that to understand, because we believe we have to work hard. It's, it's the doctrine in all of us. It's been over 100 years. So it's, you figure, four, five, six generations. And so it's one of those things where it's been indoctrinated in us to think this way. But if we can also give our power to a different belief, we have a whole entire different experience. Yeah. I remember I, well, I grew up in a family that had a retail business and I was taught that from a very young age. And I think I worked from the time I was 10 or 12 every day or every weekend. Right. And my parents were very much on the, you've got to work hard. And I remember when I went into the business, even taking time to go work out, they frowned upon and, you know, it was pretty much seven days a week eight, 10 hours a day, never a day off. If you took a day off, that was just so, so wrong. <laughs> so, and then one day I woke up and realized I wasn't, so for them, they were living their dream, their sole purpose. So I think it was okay, but I wasn't living my sole purpose. I was living theirs. And one day I woke up and realized that, and I changed everything. But let's talk about that because sole purpose is is huge in the formula, I imagine. It is. I mean, your your soul's purpose, you know, I say the vision of your life, and it's it's so critical because again, so much in our life today, everything's headstrong. When I mean left brain dominant, or we're always too heady and we're thinking too much and trying to figure all these things out. AI is only going to enhance this even more. Internet, our information area has done it. AI is going to take it even further. But it's one of these things where I teach my clients that, you know, and I teach this very strongly about, we got to get back into feelings within ourselves because that aligns you to your soul's purpose. When you get excited and have curiosity to something, that's how you know you're in alignment with your soul. And when you do those kind of things, it's a game changer. It's infinite. It, it's inspiration. You can't. You don't get bored of doing what you do. Nobody can pull you away from doing what you do, what you love to do. Think of, and I want you to think of this not as an adult, but as a kid. Look at children. When they're really interested in something and they enjoy it and they're excited, um, yeah, try pulling them away from that. See what happens. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing for us. We're no different. 
the thing is we think we became adults and since we're adults we have to be a certain way and we lost out we lose out on our fun and what we like to do because our programs and constructs from zero to seven are really running full strong and as an adulthood but really those that subconscious and 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 all those things um you know we're kids just in big bodies we have the same things going on the same issues and so forth but if we want to find our way find our joy i don't like to say happiness because you could be happy one moment and totally get bad news and you're not going to be happy anymore. Um, some people say, what's well, the same thing with joy? I'm like, joy sees things from a different level. So you can still be, you'll, you'll, you can still say centered. I think joy is more of a centeredness to it. It's not like something makes you joyful. It's just as you are in, you're either enjoying something in joy, I enjoy, or you're not. But those feelings will always let you know if you're on your track for your soul's purpose. And when you can do that and start to become aware of that, this is a game changer. This is what I teach clients. This is where it's a little different than normal business coaches or any type of coaching in general. Because I always, when once you can become aware of that feeling, where does it show up in your body and start to use that, this defines everything. Because man, should I, should I try this idea to do this for my business? How do I feel about it? Do I get excited? Where does that show up in my body? Hmm, is that the same as like my when I understand my soul's purpose? Yeah, it is. All right, great. Then I'm going to go ahead and do it. No thinking. It's just a feeling. Is it good or bad? That's it. It's like it's 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 it's, it's like binary. And so this make takes so much less stress off us and allows us to also be in the flow of life. And it's just a different experience. It's more fulfilling. Clients of mine after they get to this point. I always ask them, I'm like, so is life more enjoyable now? And they're like, oh my God, it's so cool. Because I don't have to think. I can just be in the moment, do what I need to do. I don't have to worry. And things just all work out. And the, and I'm not saying there's not down moments. There's not negatives. There are. It's life. It's all about contrast. But to tap into your soul's purpose, it's like tapping into an infinite source of energy that is going to fuel you to become happier and happier and, and then event, you know get more into that enjoying state and so much more. But there's a process to it and so forth. It's and and it's funny because it is a for, for us today in this world, you can ask people what's your soul's purpose and they're gonna and they're gonna go, their mind just shuts down because we're just <laughs> so in our heads. Right. And then they start to try to figure it out with your head. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't, you can't do that. This is beyond logic. You have to you know, this is a feeling. You got to get into those deeper states and so forth. Yeah. And often you don't have that figured out. Like kids don't, or teenagers don't have it figured out. We don't have it figured out. But I think the key is like what you're saying is to follow your excitement. And then that leads you step by step to what your sole purpose or what you're supposed to be doing is. 100%. I mean, that's the most simplest way. And again, it's a vibration thing. Right or a mm. consciousness level or an energy or frequency, the more you get excited about something, that's something authentic within, and and there's one there's wonder with it. You have curiosity with those kind of things, mm -hmm. and and then I mean, just think, but you've done this before in your life. What's something that you were excited about? And notice, let's say it was learning something new or taking a course or whatever. I mean, you were just really truly excited. You learn that material so much faster. I remember in chiropractic school, the one thing I loved learning was techniques. Tech, the, the way it's basically what we call the art of chiropractic. How do we apply adjustments? And there's over 300 of them. I I learned probably in, in school we learned nine, and I probably learned another at least 20 something. Um, 
while I was there, I, used, I was a workshop junkie, they called me. I, was, I would go to workshops and learn techniques. I was so fascinated with the technique. And one of my buddies, he was always like, you pick up on this so fast. How the heck do you do this? He's like, you know the motion, you know this. And, and I'm just like, man, I'm excited to learn. I love learning these things. It's a different way of what we can do as chiropractors. I'm like, it's fascinating. Yeah. And that you and, and I'm just sharing one example. You guys all have done this in some way in our lives. Um, maybe it's a workout, maybe it's you know, whatever, maybe it doesn't have to be just in business because now it's just being a career, it's in every facet. But when we get excited, that will never, it will never, ever, ever pull you away from and from where your, your path is or kind of help you start to unravel it uh in that process in that journey. But you know. It's 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 an inward journey. It's an inward process. You can't look outside. You have to look within. Right. And it can be in the little things in life, right? You and I had trouble connecting. You were going to, you had uh, an appointment that, and you couldn't make it. And then I made several uh, appointments. <laughs> My morning was full. And then you said you were free. And I said to myself, hmm. Let me read, you know, let me just review what we're going to talk about. And I got so excited. And I was like, oh, have to make this happen because you follow your excitement, right? And that's just another little example. So, yeah, what you're talking about. So the formula must have that in it to follow your excitement. Yeah, let's so let's break that down. So let's talk about the formula, if you don't mind. Yes. So the formula is very simple. It's something that I, again, I came across all the stuff I studied, but it was all the experiences too. And I the reason why I call it a billionaire success formula has nothing to do about becoming a billionaire, although it can't happen. It's more of me just learning from billionaires and what they do plus what I learned. Because billionaires, they live in the quantum world. Some of them may not realize that they do, but majority of the ones, the ones I've studied, they're all in that quantum world. They understand how to stay centered, how to stay calm, how to stay focused on what they want to move for, what's important for them at the moment, how to be intentional with what they do. And so through my work, I, I was like, okay, how can I make a formula to simplify everything I do to help my clients get to success? And so the formula is very simple. And all it is, is just vibe, your vibe, your vibration. You're multiplying that by your mind. And then you ha you square that, and then you multiply that by inspired action. Okay, so for all those, when you first heard me say effortless success, thinking there is an effort, there is effort, but it's inspired, which means, and I'll talk about that a little later. And then it's that when you when you use that equation properly, and you then all of a sudden you will have success. So when you get your mind right, when you get your vibe right, and then you get the inspired action, success just comes. It's going to happen. And so when we're talking about soul's purpose, that's going to go under vibration. That's going to go under vibe. It's, I, I call it under your vision for your life. And that's because the more you're in alignment with that, the higher vibration, the higher consciousness. That's why, that's why the excitement's there. That's why joy comes in, bliss, centeredness, and groundness can happen also. And these are the things that are natural, are actually natural feelings as a soul. When we leave this meat suit or this body, and we go back to the heavens, we go back to home, whatever you want to call that, our natural feelings is excitement, joy, and bliss. Those are one of the three. Grounding and calmness is also there. But when you really look at, okay, if you, some people say, well, how do you know that for sure? And well, I've studied it, but not only that, just look at children. They're still in that other world. They're not fully here. That's why three-year-olds can talk to somebody, like three-year-old can go, and this may sound crazy for some, 
But a three-year-old can uh, go ahead and be like, let's say there's a past uh, loved one that has a deceased loved one. Uh, let's say it's a grandpa. And they may be talking to someone that you guys can't see. And you're like, maybe it's just their imaginary friend. I always tell people, pull family member pictures who have deceased that are close to you and, and show them. And you'll be, you'll be amazed. They'll point out and say who it is. Some people say, say some people say it's crazy. I remember my nephew had a friend that he, an imaginary friend he would talk to. I'm sensitive to energy. I can pick up on just like what it is. Like it's a male energy or a female energy. Is it good energy? Is it bad energy? Like those things. I block out seeing things because I just don't want to. But I got a feeling it was my grandfather. And I was all of a sudden I said, Ma, give me a picture of grandpa. She gets a picture. I show him. He's only three and a half years, three, a little over three years old, almost three and a half. I show him the photo. And I said, his name's Joey. I go, Joey, who's this? He goes, oh, that's Papa. How the heck does he know it's Papa? Never seen a picture of him. He goes, I'm talking to Papa right now. And I just started laughing. Crazy stuff for some people. But this oh, is where, um, again, being connected from the spirit side from children. I wanted to use that as an example to talk about. They're still connected in that realm. That's why three, four-year-olds, they're very happy. They're very blissful. They do what they love. They don't care about what others think. They just go and be in their own world. That's why I try to teach my clients to get into so that's where the soul vision aspect comes from, because the higher that vibe, these are the feelings that come with it. But that's the simple equation. VM squared times I equals S. That's the that's the billionaire success formula. Right. And then just to be aware of subconscious programming that might be getting in the way, like I'm not good enough. I'm not really, you know, capable, all these things that could be programmed in from childhood. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Most of our life is all from that age. Right? It's from the womb. I mean, from the moment we had conception, uh, we were conceived um, when sperm met egg, all the way till about roughly six, seven years old. And because after six, seven, our mind um, starts to go into more our logic, logical brains. Now, left brain has been developed. So now we can start to decipher what's what and what is, what is and what isn't, what's right, what's wrong. We can also then at seven years old, your brain thinks it has figured out life. Because for the first seven years, you're in survival, trying to figure out, learn how to adapt, how to evolve to this world. What's 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 good? What's pleasurable? What is what's painful? Because that's what the brain remembers: pain, pleasure. That's how it remembers things, and just how to survive in this world. And after seven years, the brain's like, "Okay, we figured this out. This is life." And so, the the thing about the subconscious, and I put this in the mind side of um, the equation, which is subconscious mind, is because. One of the things about subconscious mind is that it, it can, you have, if you have, there's limiting beliefs that are built into that. And when it's in there, um, you run your life, 95% of our life is dictated by our subconscious mind. And it's one of those things you have to understand. We keep going in and out of what I, some people call it trances, but it's basically when you're just running on autopilot. And for those who may say, I don't run on autopilot, it doesn't happen. Okay. Last time you went to the grocery store, last time you went to go to pick up maybe the children at school, or maybe you're going to work or whatever that may be. What are the, you remember the things you saw on that drive? Right. Most people don't. Yeah. I know I don't. It happens to me too. I don't remember. I, I try to sightsee. My wife's like, stop looking around the, stop, focus on driving. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. It's just, I'm trying to enjoy and take in what's around me. But it's one of those things where we dictate our subconscious mind and the subconscious mind can hold us back. So if you have a limiting belief about money, Let's say money only grows on trees or money is the root of all evil. Or maybe you saw either your parents or you saw a family member or a friend or you heard your family talking about certain people that they made money. And once they had money, it changed them. And or you heard people complain that 
look at this person, they have all this money, but they can't be around their family as much. Whatever those, there's, there's so many programs we could talk about, but any of those, let's say one of those were programmed in and you, that's what's in your subconscious and thinking that's a truth. You'll never have money in your life because of that. doesn't matter what you do. This is the biggest thing why grind hustle mentality doesn't work because if you keep doing, but the belief system's there, you can't override it until you change the belief. These are programs. It's like code. It's like a computer and how it runs. The code runs no matter what. You can't, you cannot change the uh, the input and the output. You put the input, it's going to run the code, it's going to the output. You're going to get the same result no matter what until you just start using a new code. That's your new belief. And this can happen not just in business or money. This happens with health too. Conditions that people have, chronic conditions, stuff along that nature. Maybe you felt as a kid, you had an older, you, maybe you were an older child. Maybe you were the first child. This is how these programs work. And it's so simple. And all of a sudden, baby number two comes in. And now all of a sudden, there's all the attention there. And then one day you fell and you got the attention of what you had before. Well, you're like, hmm, maybe this is how I can get attention. You do another thing, maybe a couple of days later, and you get your parents' attention like you had before. Well, then all of a sudden, it kind of wears down. But you were still, you when you were in pain or something came up or whatever it may be, and that can modify in different things. Then all of a sudden, you're getting the attention you wanted. So when you get older, when all of a sudden you're not getting attention, maybe from your spouse, or you feel like your kids aren't giving you, like they're at that age where they just want to do their own thing, it can trigger that response without you knowing in your nervous system. And now all of a sudden, you're going to start acting out and you're going to have XYZ. It could be false, it could be an injury, you need a surgery, you might have an illness come down the road because of that. And that's it. I'm being very simplistic here. But these are some of the ways how these programs can develop from the subconscious. So it doesn't just affect money or business or careers. It doesn't affect just health. This is also, it's real big in relationships too. And so it's it's one of these things to, you know, one of the ways you become aware of these things is through pattern, but that's a whole nother, another concept there. Yeah. Yeah. I really love getting into how we're programmed and I was, I had a sister come along way too soon. I lost all that attention, (laughs) you know? So it's, it's really something that you need to be aware of, you know, just in how you react in the world. And I think awareness is key, but then to break the program, rewire it is, is next. Right. So I just want to recap. So your vibration times mind or mindset is the first part of the equation, right? And you square that. After you multiply it together, then it gets squared. So what would you, what is vibration exactly to, in layman terms? So uh, the actual word vibration, um, yeah, like the, whole, talk- the whole thing I have in it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. no, you're good. So it's one of the things where, so, you know, vibration and, and, and things along that nature, um, are basically like an it's just energy in general or frequency like you think of a music instrument musical instrument or something but i break down vibration in an essence of with your vision your soul's purpose and so forth that's one attribute of it or subtopic of it that i i talk about that's pretty heavy and lengthy because it's amazing how many people don't really know what they want when you ask that question what do you want in, in life and it's they'll first you could tell they they'll go right off first thing off their head which are mainly that's their conditioning and then i'm like okay that's not you because i don't feel the energy connecting i don't feel the it coming off you i don't feel the or frequencies right frequencies is another way we when we talk and so forth but vision is one of those then it's values we get into 
intention, integrity. A lot of times we think integrity, we kind of blanket our own integrity of others, but integrity is really simple. It's your intentions with your line with your actions creates your integrity. So it's making sure that you have the intentional part there. What do you, why are you doing what you're doing? Ah, doc, I want to create this new program. I want to do this. Well, yeah, but why do you want to create that? Does that align with this? What's the intention behind it? How's that going to serve the vision? How's that going to serve your soul's purpose? You know, so it's a lot of these things, but then we get into the emotions, which is a big one because your emotions are your vibrations. It is, it's, that's why we call it emotion, energy, emotion. Um, and so it's, it's one of the big things. Where's your vibe? Where are you at right now? How are you vibing? That's, that's your emotions are going to tell you that how you feel is going to tell where you're vibing at. And it's our easiest way to understand it. So it's taking all these things and explaining how to level those up so we can raise our vibe because you can shift your emotion right now. Let's say you weren't, you're excited to be on, you know, get on the podcast, right? So let's just like I was, but let's say um, I wake up, let's say my, my daughter, I have a nine month old daughter, almost 10 months. And she's, didn't really, she was waking up a lot last night. So I wake up today. I have to do a podcast first thing eight in the morning. I'm tired. I don't feel great. My energy's not there. I really would love to cancel this thing. My mind's not in a great place. My vibe's low, but I can switch that, shift it and get into, well, I can get into soul purpose work. I can think about an emotion in the past that got me excited and really soak in on it. And then once I do, um, my vibe will start to change. So these are just some of those, these are some ways I um, that line with vibration, how to shift it a little bit and so forth. Yeah, and I find the lower vibrations often they're often like sadness, guilt, and fear, which and fear will be the one that drives us to grind, right? To work harder because we're afraid of losing something or not succeeding. And then what you're talking about is is that higher vibration where we find our excitement in giving back and living in our soul purpose and contributing right and then that's into courage and like love energy and that kind of thing which vibrates much higher yeah and you and you start to accelerate up there i mean like here's an example i had a client that started working with me and all of a sudden his practice he's a chiropractor his practice dropped 50 percent and he's like i don't know what the heck happened you know you could tell i'm like he's in a little bit of a worry there there's things going on and we did some mindset work. We kind of grounded. We did some energy stuff and some recommendations and tools to give him. And I said, we're going to work. We got to re, we're going to let's, I'm going to change the way I start my coaching a little bit here, but I'm going to, we're going to work on mind and vibe. I want to make sure energy stays in a certain place. I want you to breathe off these fears or something subconscious there. I don't know what that is at the moment, but I'm like, we're going to work on this. And four months later, he has now quadrupled his business. Uh, not quadruple, I'm sorry, tripled his business for four months. So he tripled it. Now, if you ask me, did I do any business stuff? Not really. Um, did I add any marketing ideas? No. Did we do stuff that um, can kind of help in the short term or help on a business side? No, we didn't do anything business principles. We started to towards the end, but we were already we already had beautiful momentum and we were looking at other ways to start building his marketing up for him. But that didn't create that level of it. It was literally just, I remember he'd be like, I have three new patients this week. I don't know what's going on here. I know two booked for next week and this is going on here. And he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And my friends are asking me like, what's going on? I see some big changes going on in your practice. You know, you've been talking about it. What, 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 what are you doing? What, what, what marketing systems? What are you doing here? Are you doing, you know, all this stuff. And he's like, 
I'm listening to some bald guy and he's having me do some tools like breath work. And I don't know what other things he's having me do, but it's working. It's weird. Yeah. So did it lead to inspired action, which is, so you take vibration times mind squared by inspired action because, because action is important, right? We still have to take action. I would see, yeah, I would say that. So if we weighted the equation, 80% is going to be on your vibe and mind, because if you focus there, you change everything else. And then the action should be 10 to 20%. So it's like, for an example, the inspired action that came from that, it was two things that all of a sudden he was like, man, I really want to start getting into organic marketing with faith. I don't know why, but I want to get into like Instagram or Facebook. I want to start doing marketing. So, well, what, you know, again, I got to get to the intention because that's part of the vibe. I want to understand where is that aligned to everything and does it excite you? And so then after we clarified, I said, okay, let's put a plan together and let's see what happens. And then there was a course he wanted to do and some other things and um, that he was just getting excited about doing. It wasn't like, oh, this can make me a lot of money. He was like, I'm excited to do this to help. And I'm like, again, we get into the why, we get into the intention. My I, my stuff is very redundant because it's I have to be crystal clear with knowing like they are excited they want to do this. They feel pulled to it because that's where the inspired action is. Inspired action is something that you can't ignore. It's going to annoy you. It's going to be on your mind. And it's like, oh, you want to do it, but you just got to hold off. You want to do it. And it'll just keep coming at you no matter what. So I can share a real quick story. In November 2021, that's when I moved from Chicago to Knoxville. This is when in December, the next month later, December is when I stopped practicing and I've been a coach full time since. So in November, um, I had inspired action starting to come because I was like, I wrote two books. I'm looking for a third, but I'm not, I just don't feel like I'm ready yet. I got too much going on. And then I kept thinking of a book and I'm like, I'm not ready for a book. So I don't know why a book keeps coming. And I just couldn't let go of the thought. It kept pushing. It kept pressing. And I'm like, listen, my wife's pregnant. I'm moving out of state. I'm closing my business down next month. I don't have time to write a book. And I'm talking to one of my guides, whatever you want to call it. Whoever's pressing this information at me or this why I keep thinking about it. And so eventually I sat there and I go, okay, fine. I will go ahead. I'm going to go reach out to my cover person. I'm going to tell them I'm going to be writing a book. I want them to do the cover and I'm going to see what happens. And I didn't know what type of book I was going to write. And then one day I was just sitting there and I'm like, okay, if I wrote a book, what's the book I need to write right now? What's going on in the world? What can I help with? What can I inspire, make a change? What, what's going to help people? And I'm like, what would I enjoy writing? And what would I be excited about to write? And, and all of a sudden, it was like The Matrix. And I'm like, okay, The Matrix. I like that. The Matrix sounds cool, but what the heck am I going to write? I'm like, I got an idea what The Matrix may be, but not a lot was coming to me. But I was like, what would be cool? And then all of a sudden, I was like decoding The Matrix, and it just felt right. I said, you know what? I told the guy, I'm writing a book called Decoding The Matrix. Here's an idea. I want some things like Matrix looking in the background. And then here's the, the the person and a light shining through the chest. And I said, okay, if it's meant for me to write this book in the next now or whatever, then let this cover be either really close to what I want or be or be perfect. And he comes back. He was like 95% of what I wanted. Wow. Then I wrote the book. I didn't write the book yeah. then. I wrote the book because then all of a sudden the feeling died down. I, didn't have to, I wasn't thinking about it anymore. It didn't bother me. But then February came, inspired action, right? So February came. I told my wife, I'm like, uh, yeah, this feeling is really strong. I like, I need to write this book like right now. Yeah. And so she's like, okay. And then with less than 24 hours of writing, not 24 hours, not one day, but one day of work, which was over six weeks, 
um, book was written, done. And I never even had the the stuff I share in this book. I'm, I'm sometimes I sit back after I read it. I was like, I never even remember that story. How the heck that come up? I don't remember this. How did I, why did I shit? Wow, this is pretty cool. How that this all came together pretty decent. And I'm like, all right, this is this is interesting. And again, it, and I say it like that because it's inspired action making me right. It's not me. Yeah, but you're very in the flow, and all that information is inside, isn't it? When you're connected to universal forces, really. It is. And you can, and when you get really good at this, you can learn how to download information too, which is a whole nother, whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast in itself. Yeah. Yeah. And and tapping in and whatnot. Yeah. And that's the practice. And that's where I think humanity is going. Right. So that's why these conversations are so exciting and important. And it's much needed. I mean, we need that now more than any, any, any other time in probably history, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. So the formula are be close to to getting. Is there another part to it? No, just vibe times mind squared times inspired action. Boom, success. And yeah. success is going to be when I work with clients. We really get crystal clear on success. What does success mean to them? How do you define success for you? Again, everything I do is all about alignment and definitions. Because really, if you think about it, how you define your life is really what your life's going to be. Words are just a fabric to your reality. We we call words when we put words together. We when we spell them out, right? Spelling them. That's a spell we cast upon the world. It's a vibration. It's a frequency. And so every time we do those kind of things, we are setting the tone. That's why stories. I remember. I remember. I was learning this back in chiropractic school, not in school, but out when I was there. Um, I remember a guy one time said, "Go define. Go learn new words. You'll change your life." Because that's going to change how you explain the stories, which is going to change how you express your vibration. And that is going to change every facet of your reality. And I was like, I don't know how picking new words is going to do that. But I'm always open-minded and curious. So I started to do that. I just thought about words I said pretty often, emotional words, experiences on things. And I started to deepen it in some ways in shape and form. And all of a sudden, I would experience different levels of things like happiness. Okay. Happiness is one thing. Joy is another. Bliss is another. Um, you know, being excited or being, you know, just, just taking a word and seeing all the differences of it and then just feeling which one you like the most. Like, and one of the words I use a lot and this is what I teach a lot is like empowerment. I love that word. Um, I haven't been able to replace that one yet. I like empowerment, like empowering people. My business is called Empower Your Reality. But it's that's where, you know, getting back to like when we define these things and define our lives, um, it becomes our experience. Yeah. And the words that we think subconsciously are oh, hugely yeah. important. I love empowerment, but, you know, I changed it to empowered <laughs> because yeah. I believe it all comes from inside. But the meaning is the same, right? Totally. So this was such a beautiful conversation, Victor. How do people find more of what you're teaching? And that book sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, my website's my hub, empoweryourreality.com. If you're a business owner and you're looking to learn how to learn this process and master it and really get out of this grind hustle mentality, I do a free clarity call just to get to learn more about you and where your struggles are, what do you want to achieve? And then we talk about if, 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 if I can help you talk about how that is and how that goes, you can find my podcast on there. I have my book on there, Decoding the Matrix. 
Um, and then socials are on there also on the bottom left of the website. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm still on TikTok. We'll see how long that lasts, but uh, yeah. for now. Yeah. Awesome. And thank you so much. It was incredibly empowering and I loved it. How leave us, leave us with one final word of wisdom moving forward. Yeah. When it comes to this kind of world, this is where you have to learn to trust yourself more. When we allow fear to come in, that's really just meaning you don't, you don't believe in yourself. You don't trust yourself. You don't understand yourself. And also not just you, but you don't understand God, the greater power, universe, or whatever that is. And if you don't believe in those things, just it's yourself then. And but knowing that you are always attracting into your life, not having things happening to you, but as you are, when you start to understand that if I can just shift my vibe, change my mindset, that is about 80% of the work and you will attract a life of what it is you choose, the things that you want to experience, the relationship, the money, um, you know, if you're having a midlife crisis, how to pull yourself out of that, see it in a different realm. There's so many ways of how this works. But it's trusting the process and knowing that it's all working out for you because you are the individual that's attracting that in your life. Yeah, that really changes the way we see crisis, right? It's so beautiful. Thank you so much, Victor. Thank you for having me. This was fun. If you've enjoyed the information in this episode, Share it with someone you care about and know will benefit. There is one thing for certain. Meltdowns are inevitable. Let's move into mastery together. In the show notes, you'll find my link tree, which has links to many of the most popular platforms. You'll also find links to connect to the featured guest, web page, and social media. Thanks again for being committed to mastery. Change in this world really starts within each of us.